Let's get into new music. And I'm here to talk about SoundCloud Tiller. Back in his bag. I am a big proponent of SoundCloud Tiller. I think he's the best version of Bryson Tiller that's ever existed. And over the past six months, he's put out songs on SoundCloud that are reminiscent of like when he first came out. Like he just wasn't caring. He was just putting it out and didn't really care how it did. And I think that that compared to when he became like a major label artist when he was putting out his new stuff, I think that he just got too, not even nervous, but he was like putting so much energy behind it that he was like, I don't know. It's like you just overthinking it. And I really like the Slum Tiller volume one and two that he put on SoundCloud. I feel like I talked about it on here briefly, but I went back and checked it again because he added more. And I will say it's some of the best, I don't know, that trap soul shit, whatever, whatever that lane is, bro. Like he's the king of it when he just don't care, bro. We just don't care. I fuck with it. Yeah, I heard some of it. It sounded good. I did write some notes about it, but I would like to see more artists doing stuff like this. Like, I feel like a lot of artists, they do have those issues with clearing samples and getting the beats that they want to get. And I think it would be crazy for artists to hop on each other's stuff again. Like, I feel like that's something rap is definitely missing. It kind of reminds me that type of vibe kind of reminds me of like a dedicated mixtape by yeah. Wayne like you know what I mean like it's you could you could be doing more stuff like that hopping on other people's stuff like and knowing that these are other people's beats but like bro I'm gonna I'm take this for a second like this is me for real but do what you gotta do on there um crazy to see this on there for me I don't think Che crew is like that known I, I heard from him from this girl that I went on I actually went on one date with her we were sitting there talking about music for like 30 minutes and she introduced me to him. He's super fire. If you like party next door, I would go check him out. Like Chea Crew is fire. And that was one of my most listened to songs of 2022. So I was happy to hear oh, that wow. on here. I downloaded Whatever She Wants, Resolution, and Stay Gold, though. Those are probably my three favorites, to be honest. But this was good. I definitely love to hear from Bryson Tiller. Yeah, man. He um he went on to say that he took influence from Slum Village in Detroit. That's where the mm. the part the the idea of Slum Tiller came from. But then he also, yes, I think it was yesterday, he posted on his story, um, Tiller Tuesdays. So he said, good morning, let me fill y'all in on something. The reason I started Slum Tiller, uh, this Slum Tiller shit on SoundCloud is because I got tired of waiting six months for a sample clearance just for them to deny it. And I'm speaking on behalf of 17-year-old Bryson Tiller when I say, I like to have fun in the studio and it's not and if and it's not fun, I'm not fucking doing it, trust me I won't. Got a whole different career plan lined up. Sample clearing ain't fun, thus Slum Tiller was born. An alter ego of mine where I got into the studio and said whatever the fuck I want over Slum Stiller, Slum Village classics and other Detroit influenced instrumentals because the legends are in fact from Detroit. I rap because this shit is hella easy. It only takes me three minutes to do. Y'all want the R&B shit I worked on? Well, it's coming whether you want it or not. BTA is only Tuesday, only Tuesdays away. How many? We'll see. At RCA Records. And then he posted on his story. I mean, he posted on, on his feed. Like he tagged RCA and then I assume uh, like his A&R or whoever he's working with there. Like, yo, clear the samples. People are waiting. So obviously he's having some type of issue with the labels. Oh, I'm sorry. He's having some type of issue with the labels. But it's good to see him back out there in his bag. And I'm excited for whatever music he's got coming forward. Briefly, wait, did you have anything to say on Tiller Tuesdays? Briefly, I wanted to mention uh, Nango Flow. 
he's been putting out a ton of music recently. Recently, he just put out a mixtape, Real G for Life, Volume Four. I listened to it a bit. Um, there was one song on there that stood out to me. I'm gonna give it more of a listen because this is like real Spanish rap. Like it's not reggaeton. It's just rap. It's just bars. But he had a song on there with Mike Towers called Fast Money. And I really fucked with that one. I really messed with it too. I didn't get to get into the whole thing, but I did hear NY with J.I. the Prince. It was good to hear from him. Yondell, oh, bro, has been killing the features. Like he's been going crazy. And then there was a freestyle on the end. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but I really like that too. And I'm going to check this project out more too. Cause you're right. It's a lot of like, it felt like more so like, street is trappish like it felt like the almost like a tribe bunny vibe but you know you know gato gato did noche came out a while ago with bad mm-hmm. bunny that song is fire yeah i had heard that too that song is fire but game and hit boy tell me about this i seen it but i didn't really know what was going on what happened so game and hit boy put out like an ep it came out on the first of the year i didn't listen to it until today when i was in the gym and i just really liked what i heard from it i didn't want to like go really deep into it but hit boy has been one of my favorite producers these past couple of years like he's really been working you could tell he's in the studio daily like really he's working with different artists hopping in different pockets and this album was real good also game is just one of those rappers super underrated like i feel like every time game comes out he's really spitting and he's been quality since he came out and i just think this is something you guys should check out yes yeah, it's, it's with his dad too is it's his dad in the game it's a collab album, and I guess he produced the whole thing. I didn't even know that it was his dad. Big hit. Big hit. Yo, I'm not going to lie. For a while, I didn't know how I felt about like his dad going on this rap career run, bro. But thinking about it now, like seeing how many people are leaning in and like collaborating and working with him, that's fire. Like To be any age and be like, yo, I'm about to rap, and I'm going to just make this my career. Like To go after your career at any age, bro, that's, that's respectable. I think it's dope, too, that he gets to do it with his son. But, yeah, go ahead. Facts. So I saw this before um, I hopped on here. Lil Russell just posted it on his – well, he posted it yesterday on his feed. He's got eight songs with Hit Boy. And then he also said that he has three more albums lined up with three more producers. And he's been sounding – like, the videos I've been seeing on social, they've been sounding kind of different. For a while, it took me, we talked about on here how we're not really the biggest fans of the West Coast sound. And so like a lot of the production was that for a while, but it's like, I don't know, it's starting to grow on me, pause. Like like I really fuck with, like he's rapping over it. I feel like the, the bounce of it doesn't really like, isn't the best for, I guess, lyricists, if you want to say, but I feel like he's making it work. And um, the song that the little brief snippet he posted with Hit Boy sounded fire, and so I'm excited for that project just because I think Hit Boy makes every rapper better. I agree with that. I think Hit Boy just brings out the best in a lot of artists, and like I said, he's been working. Like to see him even working with guys like the Russell is a, that's a great nod. Like I feel like that's one of those underground people I really like watching, seeing how his p- career is progressing. Sorry, and this is gonna be crazy to listen to. Like I'm definitely excited for this. Hundred percent. Other than that, there wasn't much music that came out. Jada Kingdom put out a single called "Those Days," which I really enjoyed. It felt more like a ballad than anything. I don't know. Like Jada Kingdom, it's either I love it or I hate it. I either love it or hate it. And this song, I actually really loved. I'm not gonna lie. She's independent now. She was on Interscope for a bit, I think, but now she's independent. She's putting everything out by herself. So that song was pretty good. Uh, more of an R&B type of tone. 
Uh, you said you listened to it? Yeah, I liked what I heard from it. I haven't really heard the most of Jada Kingdom. I feel like you have mentioned her before, but she's not a person I've really checked out. But I liked what I heard from it, honestly. Cool. Cool. 